Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Let's talk about what we've been avoiding. <laughs> we all avoid things. I do it too. I want you to think about something, ideally something kind of big, that you have been avoiding. It could be a conversation. You need to have, it could be a decision you need to make. It could be a person that you're avoiding. It could be looking at your finances. It could be anything, any topic, any area of life we can get into avoidance. And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed in my own life and coaching so many clients is that when we're in avoidance, there's probably a connection to a feeling of unworthiness. And that's because if we just jump to the you know opposite of it, when we feel truly worthy of something, we don't avoid it. When we feel truly worthy of healthy relationships, great employment that we like, or a business, running a business that we love, if you have a more entrepreneurial spirit, uh, to living the lifestyle we want, the kind of, you know, travel or vacations or just sort of extracurricular things. When we really feel deeply worthy of all those things, then when something is not going the way we want it, or we need to create something, we don't avoid it because we feel really deeply worthy of it. And so we just, you know, go do it. We go have the conversation or we go ask for the raise or we go do something to build our business or we fire the team member that isn't really serving the mission of the business anymore. Or we choose to, we book the vacation, right? We choose to go on vacation and book the vacation, like whatever, like even if it's not all rainbows and unicorns, we can deal with whatever obstacles are in our way because we don't take that obstacle as a sign that we don't deserve it or we are expecting too much. So let me connect these dots because we've I've just brought up a couple different kind of hot button conversations. I have all the time in sessions, clients say to me, I had at least two say to me today, 
I think I might just be expecting too much. So that is a sense of, I don't deserve what it is I want. So I want my partner or I want some of the dynamics in my marriage or in my dating life to be like this. You know, I want somebody who enjoys food, like for me, I, you know, I want somebody who enjoys food, who enjoys travel, who's super into their inner journey and their inner life and very responsible and accountable for their lives, you know, things like that. Okay. So when I don't feel worthy of it, when I don't feel like I really deserve that, I settle. And what that looks like is I have a date and he's super aggressively angry with me over a minor thing and I just make an excuse for it. Well, he was having a bad day and I don't want to expect too much right? Everybody loses their temper once in a while. So we can talk ourselves out of it. We can, instead of when I'm really in my worthiness and honoring my desire, I have no interest in dating somebody who's going to lose their shit and be emotionally aggressive over a small thing. Like I just don't do a, a emotional aggression. Okay. Uh, which is usually code for emotional abuse. Sure. We all occasionally say things, but that's different than what I'm calling aggression, right? Aggression is always an extreme of something. So I'm not going to do that when I'm in my worth. I know that, and that's just a boundary and I don't go on another date with them, you know, or maybe I say, okay, I'm gonna give it one try that that's, you know, one strike, but I'm not going to three strikes and you're out. I'm gonna go to two. And if it happens again, or I see you do it to someone else, I know this is about who you are and I don't want to date that person, you know? So when I'm in my worth, I know all that. I don't avoid it. I, I got it. I can handle it. I can show up in my truth. I'm not you know, it's not overly judgy of the other person to somebody else. They may be great, right? <laughs> Doesn't make them a bad person that I don't want to date them, but I can, I'm just okay with that. I don't have to judge them, but I'm also super comfortable with my own boundary or my own limit that says that's a behavior I'm not willing to live with. So here's part of where it gets tricky is that when I was settling and I was making excuses and I was avoiding difficult conversations and I was avoiding asking for a raise or uh, sometimes doing something different in my business. Cause in my professional career, sometimes I've worked for other people. Other times I've you know been self-employed as I am now, but whatever it is, I'm avoiding it or I'm making excuses for it, like the, I'm expecting too much, or they just had a bad day, you know, but I would never have said out loud, or if you had asked me, and plenty of people have asked me this over the years in my romantic relationships, because they saw that I didn't always choose wisely. <laughs> did I think this was a problem of worthiness? Did I, did I just not feel worthy of a really loving, awesome partner? 
And I would say no, because like logically, when I think that through my conscious mind, of course, I feel worthy of that. Like it doesn't, you know, you have to be in a pretty bad place and that can happen. So if you're there and you're like, nope, I absolutely know it's because I don't feel worthy. That's fine too. That's almost easier because now you know where to go to deal with it, right? Okay, this is a worthiness issue. Let me deal with that. And I've got just the thing for you on that. Um, But for some of these things, one of the reasons why worthiness is kind of a tricky part of our inner journey is that to say it out loud, often you can tell how not true it is. But just because something doesn't sound true, like the world is flat, um, when you say it out loud, doesn't mean that subconsciously you're not still holding a belief that says differently, that says you're not worthy. And this really became uh, known to me. I, I became really heightened in my awareness to this kind of incongruency that I can say I feel worthy because when I say the words out loud in my logical, analytical, you know, out loud mind, I would not say the opposite. I wouldn't say I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of a great job. I'm not get worthy of getting paid what I'm worth. Like I wouldn't have said that. But deep down inside, I had a subconscious belief that I wasn't worthy. So I had to dig down and find that. So our subconscious thoughts are about 90% of what we think. So it didn't matter that the 10% of me could think, no, I'm worthy of a great relationship because I had 90% that said I wasn't, that said as a woman, I should just tolerate emotionally abusive behavior from men. As a woman, I should tolerate being put down in the workplace or not being valued really for what I can contribute, for being underestimated, undervalued. Um, That that just as a woman, that was just, you know, the way it was. And I should accept that because I wasn't worth the same treatment that a man would be worth. That was my basic programming. Yours could be something different. It could be um, ethnically based, um, you know, race, heritage, gender, sexual expression, anything, a million things (laughs) in our culture, in our families, and in a lot of religious contexts, we get told, we get taught that we are not worthy in some way. Those words may not be used, although sometimes they are. My religious upbringing was sort of uh, fanatical enough, fundamentalist enough um, that unworthy was thrown around a lot. So I got those words very directly sort of implanted. And even when my logical 10% conscious mind was like, no, that's bullshit, we're all worthy right? Everybody's worthy. 90% of me was saying, nope, not you, not you in this way, not you in that way. And so this ability to both pinpoint that the root cause of something, the thing that's under the hood, 
right? So I talk about this a lot. I have a free worksheet you can get in the show notes is that the way I coach people and the way I work in my own life is that whatever is happening that is causing me suffering or pain or feels like an obstacle or whatever, that there is a reason for that that is below the surface or under the hood of what is actually showing up in my life. So if I am afraid to have a conversation with my boss about a raise, I feel like I deserve a promotion, let's say, or I want to make some radical changes in my business, but I'm afraid some of my team is going to be uncomfortable and have some pushback, or maybe I need to change some team members. So I'm actually going to have to terminate some people and hire some new people. And I'm just kind of avoiding all of that and just not making a decision. So this is where um, when clients say to me in sessions, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know. I'm confused. Uh, that usually means they know exactly, but they're avoiding the answer. The answer is scaring them in some way. And so they're avoiding it. And the I don't know is just kind of the smoke screen for it. So you think about that for something that you're feeling confusion on or, you know, where you might say, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I'm not doing that, you know, whatever it is. And so in that avoidance, we are preventing ourselves from getting what we need. So we have to look under that and say, well, why is that? What's driving that? It's deeper than just, I'm not asking for what I want. I need to find out why I'm not asking for what I want. And usually, sometimes it takes us a few layers to get there, but we usually get down to some issue that is connected to worthiness. Again, even if you don't use that word, it's connected to that innate sense that I can have this, that I can ask for this. Doesn't mean somebody else has to say yes, just because I asked doesn't mean my boss needs to give me the raise or, you know, the promotion. But when I feel worthy of it, I then I'm just going to, okay, fine. You said no. And now I'm going to go look for another job, you know, because I'm going to work for people that value my contribution, will pay me and put me in positions that are in alignment with that the same way I would do in a romantic relationship or even a friendship um, in everything that I do, the way I spend my leisure time, I want that to be congruent with the truth of who I am. And I can't do that if I don't feel worthy. So I have found over the years that many times what is really under that hood is a sense of unworthiness. Maybe just on this topic, feeling unworthy is not like an off and on switch. It's not like, oh, I feel worthy in every area of my life now, or I don't feel worthy in any area. There are probably, even if you have a big area of your life where you know you don't feel worthy of it, I struggle. This is where I struggle in my finances because I am still harboring in my subconscious a little bit, it's much less than it used to be, um, of a belief that I actually don't deserve it, that I'm not worthy of wealth. So that's a big admission. 
I don't love that admission, <laughs> but I know it's true. I'm not going to avoid it. I'm not going to pretend it's not there. I want to see it because that is actually one of the ways you cultivate it is to buy it by admitting it and saying, okay, I've got this worthiness issue. I don't have it intellectually. Intellectually, I see myself super wealthy. You know, I love, I am so comfortable with money and I don't have money shame around spending money or giving money or like anything. I got all that in my conscious mind. I am a hundred percent there. But there are some seeds that were planted in me as a little child that are very shaming around money around having money that people that are wealthy, you know, are bad people basically, and around scarcity that, that have, I haven't completely undone. Okay. And that to me is what the work is. That's why we never really finish with it. Right. Because we never become perfect or I don't think we do. I haven't, uh, but I want to keep digging at those things that are obstacles and see what's under the hood of that. What is at the root of that? Because when I can change the root cause, then everything above it gets easier, faster. So when I look at myself and I have to admit, I still have a bit of a seed of unworthiness when it comes to financial abundance. Okay, I don't have to avoid it. I can look at it. And I can start to cultivate more worthiness in that area. Now, there are other areas like now with men, because for me, because I'm heterosexual, um, I, I've done that cultivating the worthiness work. So now I would not choose anybody like I have chosen before in my past, because I don't have any, at least that I am aware of any seeds still of unworthiness when it comes to romance and the kind of partner I deserve to have in my life. But I do still have it a little bit on the money stuff. So you can have it in some arenas and not have it in others. But here's the great thing about that. When you have it in some arenas, then that helps you just even knowing you have it there will help you cultivate it somewhere else. So I'm going to break all this down in a detailed way and give you both, you know, the clues and the ways to find it sort of under the hood and then ways to cultivate worthiness in a workshop that I'm going to give on February 8th. So you're going to get in the show notes. And if you get the emails for my podcast, um, there's a link in the emails. You can go to the show notes. There's a link to register for the workshop there. I'm going to record it. So if you can't be there live, I'll send it to you the next day. Of course, being there live is always the best. And I'm offering a VIP level where you can stay for another hour after the workshop and ask me your questions. And I'll do some coaching on that hour. So that's really the, the best. The, the highest level I would recommend is do the VIP. Uh, even if you can't make it, of course, it's always better if you can be there because there's just, we always get more out of things when we're live, but I'm going to send the recording and you will get so much out of the recording that will be worth it too. So I hope you're listening to this podcast somewhere in the realm of uh, when it's being released, which is um, January 29th um, for this February 8th workshop. It's also in my bio on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram or that's just the easier way to find me, Brenda Florida Coach then go there, go to my bio, 
the how to feel worthy workshop link will be there. And I really encourage you to come like give yourself the gift of this hour or two hours for all of you VIPs and learn how to both identify where worthiness might be tripping you up in a way you didn't realize you might've thought it was something else. And now you're beginning to realize it's actually a sense of worthiness or unworthiness. That is the problem. Uh, and how to start cultivating more worthiness in your life. So for today, for this episode, really just start to tune in to what am I avoiding, big or small? And what is it that I'm afraid of that will happen in that? Because when you can identify what your fears are in it, that will sometimes help you find your way to stop avoiding it, or that at least gives you your next step for what you need to work on. Um, because in this journey, it is all about the next step. We can't always solve the problems. I, I had a session today with someone and we have been working on a particular issue for months and months and months. And suddenly today, there was this big aha, you know, and the person got to have their breakthrough and experience the clarity and power that we feel when we are owning our worthiness, when we are owning that we are worthy of asking for what we desire and moving forward in that direction, even if it means it upsets somebody else. One of the challenges or the reasons why avoidance ends up being so painful and keeps us really stuck is because when we're in avoidance, we are not accessing our power. Avoidance is a very victim, um, victimized stand to be in. And so when I'm avoiding something, I have no power over myself in it. I am sort of now at its whim. And so whether that's another person or a circumstance or whatever, see, like I'll go back to a money example. If I'm having a bad month and I'm worried about paying a bill or something like that, if I'm avoiding my money, I don't have any power in it. I don't have any power to say, okay, even like face the hard facts, right? I'm short. I don't have money to pay this bill. What am I going to do about it? When we're in our worth, when we're in really grounded in that sense that I am worthy no matter what, worthiness isn't based on performance. It's not based on you having an adorable personality or being beautiful or you know doing everything right. None of that is worthiness. We are worthy simply because we are here. You were created as a unique expression of the divine. And if you don't like that, the term divine, um, or you don't have, you know, the sort of deity sort of um, spiritual language bothers you. That's okay. Here's what we know scientifically. There are no two of us alike. So the quantum field, the big bang, the, you know, all the powers in the universe that create, created you as a unique human being. No one is like you. No one ever has been, no one ever will be. And that is why you are worthy. You don't have to perform for it. You don't, you know, there's no qualifiers. You are worthy. 
And when you're really grounded in that worthiness, then you have the power, you can feel that sense of power to tackle even the big challenges in your life because there's not an underlying sense. What, what makes so many people avoid issues around money is that what's, what they're avoiding is actually the personal self-shame spiral they're going to send themselves into <laughs> when they see that. So if I look at my bills and my checking account and I realize I'm short, I don't have enough money to pay my bills, then I go into a shame spiral about whatever how stupid I am with my money. I don't know how to handle money. I'm not, whatever the shame spiral is for you. So what I'm really avoiding is not money. I'm avoiding that shame spiral. So when I have a sense of worthiness, I can look at that exact same situation and say, oh, okay. And maybe I say, maybe that wasn't a good decision to spend that money last week because <laughs> now I don't have money for that bill. Okay, I'm gonna monitor my spending better. Uh, you know, lesson learned, so to speak, um, or I need to do something to increase the amount of money I'm making. Okay, what can I do for that? Let me brainstorm that. Let me, you know, bounce it off of a couple of friends and see if they have some good ideas, like whatever. I don't have any shame over it. You know, I just am short. I have a bill to pay. Like it's not an indictment that I'm a terrible person or I don't know how to manage money or whatever. And when I'm in my worth, I can show up to that challenging circumstance and just figure out how to solve it, what to do. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not going into a shame spiral. I know I'm worthy. And so it just becomes a, okay, so how can I get creative and solve this problem? So those are some of the hallmarks of what worthiness looks like um, versus when we're feeling unworthy and an obstacle like that comes up and avoidance is very often the sort of end result of it. So that's what's on the surface is I'm avoiding something. But when we dig down and we peel back the layers, we find, oh, wait a minute, subconsciously, I have a belief that I actually don't deserve that. And that's where real freedom and real power begin. Power and freedom are not about having all of our circumstances be fantastic. You know, we're shitting rainbows and unicorns. That's not what gives us power. That's not what makes us feel like we're living in a life of freedom. It is that we can own our worth and therefore own the things that still need adjusting or learning or transformation in our lives, whatever it is, it's okay because we're not making those things mean we are unworthy. And so it just completely changes. I can feel powerful and I can feel free even looking at a bank account that is short for paying my bills, okay? Um, I promise you, even in, I did that, you know, off and on, I couldn't always do it. You know, worthiness doesn't mean you're perfect. Um, we don't do worthiness perfect. You know, I would have moments where I would slide back into a self a self spiral of shame. Uh, and once in a while, I can still do that today, even though I pay all my bills now. Um, you know, I it's just the power and the freedom is an internal journey. We can handle all kinds of external circumstances through power and freedom 
and worthiness. So I hope this resonates. Please tell me what you think, how this, you know, where it struck a nerve with you, what it makes you curious about and sign up for that workshop. You're going to absolutely want to be at the workshop, whether you can be there live or need to be there virtually. So go to the show notes, go to Instagram, brendaflorida.com, um, Brenda Florida coach. It is on my website, brendaflorida.com. It's also there on the, as soon as you go to the website, you'll get the pop-up um, telling you about the workshop and giving you a link to find out more. So it's going to be very easy to find. I want you to join me because this is deeply transformational to get this piece of worthiness that is more than likely deeply in your subconscious and so maybe not something you've really been addressing in a direct way. So thank you for joining me again for this episode of Uncover and Elevate. And as always, I love to hear from you. So reach out. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.